From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Hey, welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, weary traveler. Hang your cloak on a peg, grab us, um, warm yourself by the fire. There are stories to be told, and you are among friends. And I am coming to you live from my little studio beneath the stairs here in Old Thornhill, north of Toronto. Author of uh, the Into the Rabbit Hole series of books, researcher of the esoteric Micah Dank is here. Not to be confused with Micah Hanks. Someone tried to correct me on Twitter this afternoon when I was promoting the show. I said, Micah Dank will be here to talk about Illuminati hand signs. And I received this response. I think you mean Micah Hanks. <laughs> no, Micah Dank. Micah Hanks, Micah Dank. Micah Dank is here. And uh, we're going to be discussing, as I say, all of those strange hand signals World leaders and celebrities seem to always be flashing at uh, big big events, G20 events, uh, awards shows, and so forth. Devil's horns, the pyramid, something called the Shaka sign, the all-seeing eye, the Illuminati sign. What do they mean? Why are these people flashing these signs? For whose benefit? What do they mean? What are the origins of these signs? Uh, in the second hour, open lines. And uh, just a reminder that we are live streaming on my YouTube channel tonight, Strange Planet. We are slowly attempting to move things over to Rumble. And my Rumble channel is Richard Serrett's Strange Planet. Richard Serrett's Strange Planet on Rumble. And we're we're not live streaming on Rumble. I'm not sure if we can, actually. My... Uh, Trusty live stream producer Ryan is exploring that. I don't know a lot about Rumble, except that a lot of people that have been on YouTube for a long time are moving over there for the obvious for obvious reasons. Uh, so you never know, of course, when YouTube will will take this program down or deplatform us or demonetize us or whatever. This seems to be where we're headed. I, I am I'm still on Twitter at Richard Serrett for now. I'm also on Gab. Gab is at uh, at Richard Serrett as well. And uh, I've been locked out of Facebook for about a week now. I'm not exactly sure. They're very cryptic. They just say I'm in violation of something. I'm not exactly sure. Quite frankly, I don't have time to be appealing these things. So we'll see if they unlock it. They, If they do, they don't. Really, I, I don't care at this point. Uh, the, the best way, really, to keep in touch is to continue to check in on the website, strangeplanet.ca, strangeplanet.ca. I post the upcoming show there every week. Sometimes it's three or four days in advance. Sometimes it's a day or two in advance, but it's all there. And and while you're at strangeplanet.ca, be sure to subscribe to my newsletter, Inner Sanctum. It's free. It's delivered one once a month to your uh, email inbox. Again, strangeplanet.ca. That's I mean, if everything goes south, if they take down my Twitter account, if they take down my YouTube channel, if they continue to lock me out of Facebook, you can find me here every Sunday for the time being, God willing. Uh, but uh, the website is – is uh, and, and there's a contact page there. You can get a hold of me through that. All right. 
you've seen the videos and the photos, everyone from President Clinton and President Bush, just about all of the presidents, really. Many other world leaders, rappers, Jay-Z, Rihanna, Madonna, Justin Bieber, Britney Spears, uh, Katy Perry, uh, and so many others flashing these strange hand signals, devil horns and pyramids. And uh, in some I've seen, they're covering one hand or they're covering one eye with their hand. What are these symbols? What do they mean? What are, why are they doing this? Is it just a, a harmless joke? Is it a publicity stunt? Uh, or is there something else more nefarious going on? Are these celebrities and, and powerful world leaders flashing Illuminati symbols? Are they trying to tell us that they are in control? That's uh, the subject of the conversation for the next 50 minutes or so. And incidentally, if you're watching the live stream, we'll be flashing some pictures of our own up there to help you visualize what it is my guest will be describing on the radio. Again, the YouTube channel, Strange Planet. Micah T. Dank was born in 1983, Oceanside, New York. And from a young age, Micah wanted to be a writer, coming from a family of writers. His father was a producer and a radio news editor at CBS News in Manhattan, and his grandfather was a producer at CBS News. That's quite a lineage. Micah was an actor in high school and became interested in writing from his 12th grade English teacher, Russell Reed. And from there, he majored in English at SUNY Albany and then transferred down to CUNY Hunter College in Manhattan where he earned his bachelor's degree in language, literature, and criticism. And it wasn't until he moved to Boston for a new job that he became interested in all the esoteric sciences, including astrology, astrology, astrotheology, uh, among others, which are prevalent through his book series, Into the Rabbit Hole, including Beneath the Veil, that's book one, The Sacred Stones, book two, The Secret Weapon, book three and there are three others uh, that are uh, on their way and it's a great pleasure to welcome micah to the conspiracy show how are you my friend great thank you for that lovely into that lovely intro hey just like we rehearsed right <laughs> exactly <laughs> you, you got all my talking points uh, well it's it's well deserved you're quite an accomplished young man let me um dive right in here and ask you I've talked about the Illuminati for many, many years on this program. I don't know, quite frankly, how much of it I believe, what is to be believed. Maybe that's the whole point, right? To keep us in this constant state of confusion. But who do you think they are? Uh, well, there's a, there's 13 elite families <clears throat> that um, basically run everything. But I don't think that's the top. Um, there are, and, and, and people like the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers, they're just pawns. They just have the money game. That's all they have, but they don't have any true real power. It goes higher than that. Um, but it's very hard to find information because they do work in deceit and, um, and, and perversion is what they, is what they do with their hand symbols. For example, everything has been perverted from something that was actually at one point a very positive thing. Um, so they do a lot of confusion. Um, that's the best right. way I could describe it. Okay, but so they're a secret society. They're very old. I mean, this is the theory. They're very powerful, obviously, more money than God. In fact, even the, the super, the uber rich, 
uh, as you just described and, and, and named several, they're not even at the top. Um, no. But I guess the obvious question then is, I mean, are they real? Do you believe that such a group exists? I do. I, there's too many coincidences. At a certain point, there's too many coincidences that you can't brush off. For example, the hand symbols. Um, absolutely. Right, and we'll get into those. That. We'll get into those. Um, so we we often hear that the Freemasons, for example, were infiltrated. So we had this this fraternity of, of people, the founding fathers. Most of them were were, were Freemasons. Uh, either the I guess the Blue Lodge, uh, and then the Scottish Rite. Uh, and then at some point in the 18th century, in the 1700s, they were infiltrated by an Illuminist uh, by the name of Adam Weishaupt. And they infiltrated it, not the – this isn't something that the the average Mason would be aware of, but at the very top of this secret society, supposedly. This is the theory. You've heard it. That at the very top right. of the Freemasons, they were controlled by – the Illuminati. In other words, they took over this organization in order to conceal their true identity. Is there any truth to that? Um, well, I'm going to have a, a very different take on this, to be honest with you. Um, not to go into it too differently, but since my work has been growing and people find interest in the things that I've said, um, the local Freemason chapter has actually reached out to me. And um, they've actually, not only have they asked me to present my information in a lecture for them, but they've also been pursuing me to join. And I actually went to one of the um, lodges, and I can tell you this right now, is that they're very intelligent people. They're very esoteric people. But I don't believe that the Freemasons themselves have been infiltrated. I think that's just a psyop, to be honest. Um right. I know some 32nd degree Masons. Uh, a 33rd degree Mason is just a ceremonial one. You have to be invited in. Um, I know some people that are very high up, and um, it's it's not what it is. They're not a, a secret society. They're a society with secrets. It's a, there's a big difference. So as far right. as that I mean, goes, I don't believe so. Right. Okay. I mean, I have I I tend to agree because when you they have a terrible time these days recruiting younger people. Uh, I mean, most Masons are, are of a particular vintage, shall we say. They tend to be very elderly people. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I find it hard to believe that, you know, they would have the uh, the capability to uh, to rule the world at this point. They're just, you know, they're, they're, they're struggling to survive, really. Uh, there are not a lot of Freemasons right. around that I know of in any event. Right. So, mm-hmm. so – Let's we'll leave the Freemason aside though from the for the time being. What then, in your estimation, do the do the Illuminati want? Well, that's an even harder question. Thanks for the softball question, by the way. Um, it's also um, I I'm not entirely sure what they want. I I know that um, if you've ever seen things like the Georgia Guidestones, yes, uh, which I do yeah. write about. Um, they just list, they flat out list out what, what they want. It's population control. Um, they believe that we're completely overpopulated, which is not true because if you took every single person on earth and you stood them next to each other, they could all fit in the Grand Canyon. Um, and also most people tend to coordinate, like uh, coagulate, I should say, by the, by the coasts and by major cities. But there's plenty of land for everybody to live. So that's, that's oh, I agree. not true. I agree with you. 
but that's what they push. Right. Well, yes, but not even not just Illuminati. Uh, if if they exist, push that agenda. There are a lot of seemingly good-hearted people who who may be well-intended, uh, believe in that and and push that, uh, and and believe that. I mean, for goodness' sakes, they're they're pushing this agenda in our public schools that that humanity. They may not use these terms, but humanity basically is is a cancer upon the earth, and we're destroying the environment, and we and we have to stop having children, and and they're traumatizing uh, children with these ideas that you know the environment is 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 a complete disaster, and everything is hopeless, and and uh, if you love this planet, you should you shouldn't have any children. Um, so it's not just That's the Illuminati, but, or maybe maybe they've been behind this whole this whole movement. Is that the idea? Reasonable. I mean, don't forget what uh, I think was it Prince Charles that said, "When I die, if I could come back as anything, it would be a virus to wipe everyone out." Oh, that was his father, Prince Philip. Prince Philip. But that was right. Yeah, yeah. Prince Philip. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, that's that basically sums it up. Um, so, absolutely. So they. Okay, so they want to depopulate. They want to basically depopulate because they want to uh, survive and thrive, and and uh, there's too many of us useless eaters uh, hanging around. Uh, is there any connection as well, do you suppose, between the Illuminati and this whole transhumanist movement? Uh, the idea that we're gonna they want to merge man with machine. Or uh, some sort of a quest for immortality for them, not for the rest of us, obviously. Yes. Well, in in other presentations that I've given, I make the point to say that um, if you look at, and this goes into astrotheology, which is a topic I just want to brush on real quick to answer your question. Yes. Um, in the age of Taurus, the Egyptians were the most prevalent people. And then if you go down... Um, to the age of Aries, Jewish people become the most prevalent people, and the Egyptians start to fade. And then if you go down into Pisces, uh, the age of Pisces, which we just left, the Christians become the most popular people, and the Jewish people start to fade. Now, they're still around, but they definitely do fade. And if everything continues on, then it's definitely time for another world religion. Now, you can't exactly... Um, you can't exactly spread a religion like they used to, which is basically they come up with a book and they basically pillage um, early on, like the Crusades. They've done it in, in the Bible. The Jews uh, well, have done it too. I, I, I don't know that, that that's how religions, you know, you come up with a book, but that's, well, I, I mean, some of us believe that it was like divinely that. inspired. Uh, we didn't just come right, up with a right. book. But I meant right. every single, every single, every single society has a book that they worship. So I didn't right, mean that negatively. Enough. I'm just saying in general right. that they do. Right. So they have this book that they worship, uh, whether it's the Christians or the Jewish Bible, or it's the Egyptian Book of the Dead, or, or what have you. But in the age of... Uh, we just left Pisces, and we're in the age of Aquarius right now. And in the age of Aquarius, um, it's kind of hard to start a new religion and have it catch on since everything... Since people talk, you know, we have the internet and we have the news and everything is just so, not that the news is reliable, but that everything is um, just so at your fingertips that it would be hard for something to just kind of sweep and take over. So I do believe that we're in the age of Aquarius where two things are going to happen. Number one, uh, we're going to have a absolute, um, we're going to have a merging with machines. Um, 
that's going to be part of it. And the other part is, is that we are, we're just set to be enlightened. So absolutely. I do. I do think that. Okay. So let's get into all of these, uh, hand signs. I, I think the term that people use is they're flashing these signs, these hand signs. And I mentioned some names and, you know, I, I don't really follow these artists. They're not, you know, my kind of, it's not to my taste, their music, but that's, that's fine. I mentioned Jay-Z. I mentioned Rihanna, uh, uh, Katy Perry. Lady Gaga. Uh, Lady Gaga uh, and, and others. And, and these peculiar hand gestures and hand signs. And um, Ryan, who's running the live stream, if you want to uh, post any of these up on, on the live stream so people who are uh, watching can can um, follow along. Well, let, let's talk about one in particular uh, that we've all seen. And I guess they're called devil, devil horns. Mm-hmm. And as the name implies, well, you, you describe what what the devil horns look for the radio audience and and we'll see it on people can see it as well on on the youtube live stream what do we mean by devil's horns micah the devil horns is basically when you have your your pinky and your uh pointer finger straight up in the air and then you bring your two middle fingers down and you put your thumb over it so that's basically the devil horns the devil's horns now Uh, right um there's two possible things happening if if george walker bush is doing that president george w bush is doing that it could mean that he's in league with satan or it could mean that he's a fan of the university of texas football team the longhorns right because that's kind of their symbol too right yes his His daughter jenna's daughter jenna went there yeah right so how do we distinguish? How do we know? I mean, obviously, not everyone is an alumna, alumnus of the University of Texas, but, uh, I mean, do, are they the exact same hand signal, both uh, the Longhorns the and Devil's Horns? Signal. Yes, they are the okay. exact same hand signal, um, for starters. Number two, as far as finding out what George Bush does, I guess what you would have to do, <coughs> excuse me, is you would have to see the context in which he was doing it, to right, determine right. which one makes more sense. Right. If he's delivering uh, a speech at a graduation at the University of Texas and, and flashes that sign, probably he's talking about the devil's horns. But if he's at uh, uh, attending a meeting of the World Economic Forum in Switzerland and... Davos, right? Uh, right, Davos, and they flash that sign, then maybe that would raise our suspicions. Correct. Uh, do you want to name some other celebrities that you that you know of that regularly seem to use the, the, the that hand sign? Anyone come to um, mind? I, I, it's just the popes. The popes use it. Ah. Um, there's been pictures of uh, Pope Francis and Pope Benedict many times using it. Uh, Tom Cruise has used it. Um, Jamie Foxx. Uh, it's just, you could see these devil, you, you could see them, Lady Gaga for sure. Um, you see these, you, you see them producing it. And, uh, right. that has to do with the way it's been perverted is that that has to do with the allegiance to Lucifer and Satan, not to get into who Lucifer or Satan is. Um, 
Well, if, if we have time, maybe towards the end of the hour, we can. But um, so the the Pope is making these devil's horns. Um, celebrities are making these devil's horns. Who, for whose benefit? Why are they doing that? It's just it's they're in a club and they're signaling to one another that they're still playing their part. That's what it is. Are they trying to tell us they're in charge? They're in control? They're trying to tell the people, those who are in the know, who are in the need to know, they're trying right. to tell them that that they are, they have the situation handled and they have everything in control. So in other words, those signs that they flash aren't intended for the general audience for the, or for the public. It's kind of an oh, inside wink. they're meant wink, for the public wink. to see it. They're meant for the public to see it, Absolutely. And then what happens is the public comes out and they go online and they rub up all these conspiracy theories about it. And what happens is it it, it waters it down and then disinformation. At the end of the day, there's 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 there are ultimate truths. Okay, whether or not you could know them at the time is irrelevant. There are ultimate truths. And uh, these people. Um, like with online and everything, it's just they, they, they do disinformation. So basically, you flash the devil horn, you signal to somebody that um, that everything is good, because that's what that means, and then people go online and they interpret it, and then you have 5, 10, 20 different interpretations, and then suddenly too much information is worse than no information. And they like that. They The, the, oh, yeah. the Illuminati, they, they want to so confusion and chaos and disinformation i guess right so Absolutely. what what is the so what is the actual origin of the devil horn when 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 did that start so the devil horn um goes back oh let me just sorry micah my apologies i gotta I, I see we're up we're due for a break here pardon the interruption we'll take a quick time out come back micah dank the author of the into the rabbit hole series of books we're talking illuminati hand signs on the conspiracy show where else stay with us shaking the world and seeing what falls this is the conspiracy show with richard sarrett so we were talking about the devil's horns, uh, Micah, and you were about to explain the origin of that hand sign. Right. So it goes back uh, basically to yoga. Uh, it goes back uh, thousands of years, uh, and it's called the Apana Mudra, A-P-A-N-A space M-U-D-R-A. And, I mean, this is something that you could literally look up to, but basically it's used for purification, and when you when you flash the sign at someone, it purifies the individual physically from toxins, and it sheds negative energies that you might be holding. So it's actually a blessing on someone when you provide a, this. Upon a mudra. And, and so, I mean, I know lots of people that take yoga. Is, that, is this something that you would see today in a yoga studio, or is it... You could. Is it, There's uh, lots of mudras. Yeah. But um, you would you could see this, yes. I mean, the real spiritual ones would be doing this, um, to be honest. Not your everyday uh, woman in the yoga pants with her mat would not be doing this. She's not flashing the devil's horns, right? No, so, she's not doing that. <laughs> uh, so, 
I mean, I don't know what the origin of yoga is. Does it go back to like the, the ancient India, like the the Vedics, uh, the the Hindus Valley? Uh, how how old is it? I mean, it's it's thousands of years. It's hard to pinpoint it, to be honest with you. Um, right. It's hard to pinpoint it, to be honest with you, because there's no real dates to it that I have been able to find. Okay, but the point is that it started out, as you say, as a purification symbol. You right. wanted to purify someone, like a, or a blessing. So it's it started out as something positive and good. So then, why would the Illuminati adopt that's that sign? Because they that's what they do is they pervert things. There's nothing. You ever hear the phrase "There's nothing new under the sun"? Right. Of course. Right. Okay, so that's, that's basically what it is. There's nothing new under the sun. Everything is already out there. So basically they just find things and they pervert them. And then they push this perversion onto people until it becomes all that they think of. So they, rather than come up with their own, I mean, here they have this, this secret society, this club. Uh, rather than come up with their own hand signs, they just steal existing ones and right. and change them from something good into something evil or malevolent That's absolutely correct and did, did, okay so let's talk about uh, some of the other um, hand signs one of the things that was making the rounds a few years ago i guess it's still out there but people were noticing a lot of celebrities were placed one hand, I'm not sure whether it's the left or the right, over the, the left or the right eye. They were covering up the eye like this, and they'll, they'll pose for a photograph like this. You might have two or three people together uh, posing in a photo. And again, they've got their hand over the eye. I don't know if it, if it matters whether it's the left or the right. So what is that all about? So that's an Illuminati sign. Uh, Tupac used to rap about it. He used to talk about it. Um, the rapper Prodigy used to make videos about it. Basically, on the dollar bill, you have the pyramid with the eye. That's what right. they say it's giving homage to. It's basically, it's telling you that you're being watched, is what there is what it says. It says that you're being watched. Um, that you're under the Illuminati control. That's why they have them do this. There's just that's, too many well, that's examples. Rather- that's rather ominous. So the, it almost sounds like a, a veiled threat, or maybe not so veiled. Rather, uh, it's kind of out in the open. The, these powerful, fact, yeah. Hmm. So they're saying we're watching you. We have everything locked down and under control. There's nothing you can do. You're powerless. Are they asking us to submit to them? Do they want us to join them, or would they rather we just go away and curl up in a corner somewhere and die? They're just letting you know that they're there. That's basically what it is. Do you think, though, in some instances that – I mean, I I don't know these people. I may not like their music, but I, I hate to ascribe um, ill intent or evil to someone. Uh, is, it, is it possible that many of these celebrities really don't know or – in other words, it's a publicity stunt. It's just a popular thing to do. It, it, it kind of creates this era of mystique or mystery, um, and that kind of feeds into their whole persona. Is that possible that that's what a lot of these Hollywood celebs are doing? 
for a lot of them too, because like you'll have children doing them. There's no way these children know what's going on. You know, I mean, you. There are some celebrities I think that are in the know. I think they are, and I think those are the ones that reach like pinnacle success. Right. I think when you're that high up, then they kind of let you into the club a little bit. Um, but basically, um, most of them don't know. Most of them just do it because they're they're uh, insert publicist or somebody says, hey, do this for the cover, or you're going to be on this magazine, but we need you to do this. So they just do and it they, without They knowing. just blindly follow it. Okay. And yeah. if they if they if they don't do it, are there do you, do you think there are repercussions? I mean, how much? I mean, is are there handlers telling them to do this because it's kind of cool and and for the reasons I just itemized earlier, or are there handlers virtually or literally controlling these people, saying you will do this or you will not cut this album? We will destroy you. I think you. they're given they're given a choice, and the more they do it, the higher that they can ascertain in entertainment. So, in other words, you can't succeed in places like Hollywood or in the music industry, uh, or you can't you can't attain the the pinnacle of success unless you 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 subscribe to this agenda or you go along with it. No, no, no. You can succeed, but I think um, pop culture commercial success. No. Right, so you can make a living, but you won't be, you won't be at the top of the heap unless you do that. Right, and the people who talk out against it end up getting killed. Can you give me an example? Oh, this can go down a couple rabbit holes, but Michael Jackson's one of them. You believe uh, he was murdered? He was murdered. He was murdered. That was that's that's blatantly obvious. The question is, why was he murdered? Uh, he blatantly spoke out against this. Uh, Isaac Cappy spoke out against this. Um, I mean, there's just there's just so many people. Um, Avicii, who happens to be my favorite, one of my favorite musicians. He was an um, Italian, he, an Italian rapper. No, he's not an Italian rapper. He was a he he was a house he he made house music. Ah, okay. Shows uh, you what I know. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's my okay. my my fourteen year old boys will be snickering about this tomorrow over breakfast. Believe me, Dad, you don't know who Avicii is. I've heard the name, but I, okay. I I'm not again not familiar with the music. <laughs> it's okay. Um, Chris Cornell from Soundgarden. I mean, I can give yes. you. There's uh, Amy Winehouse. She spoke against it. She spoke out um, against it. There are people that blatantly speak against it, and, and they don't take too kindly. They really don't care for people speaking out against it. See, what happens is if you start to not want to do what they want to do, then your career just kind of takes a back seat, and you kind of disappear from public life. And then when you decide to play ball, you could start coming back in. Okay, so... You mentioned Amy Winehouse, and poor thing. I mean, obviously, she had a serious alcohol addiction, right? Didn't she? Yeah. Didn't she drink herself yeah. to death, or was she it did. made to look that she way? Or did. she okay. did? But she did an interview on TV where um, they asked her 
my mind is a little fuzzy, but it was a TV interview, and they had asked her what she thinks. Um, I mean, how, she. Oh, they asked her, um, has anybody tried to change you or mold your music? And she put up the triangle, the, the, the pyramid, and she said they tried to turn me into this, and I said no. Uh, live on TV. Ah, interesting. Okay, so, so let sure that hand sign. That clip somewhere. So they're literally making, is it a diamond or is it a, or is it a, a pyramid shape? And they, is that the one they do over the eye or sometimes down around the chest? Yes. And what's the difference? Sometimes it's done over the eye and sometimes it's done around the chest. Is there any significance to that, the positioning of the pyramid? Um, the pyramid over the one eye, so that you focus on one eye, ties in together the hand covering of the eye. It's just it's it's just focusing on one eye. Ah, it's back to it's the like, uh, like the like all-seeing eye again. Yeah. Right. Okay. We uh, we have to step away again for another uh, timeout. Micah, you stay put. We'll come back and we'll talk about the origin of the all-seeing eye, and what else did we talk about? The hand over the eye. I guess it all feeds into the all-seeing eye. We'll get to that and more. Just a reminder: coming up in hour two, open lines right now. Micah Hank or Micah Dank. <laughs> Micah Dank stays with us. You do the same. Don't be afraid of the dark. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. All right, so Micah, the hand over the eye, which is mm-hmm. referring to the all-seeing eye, and then there's the pyramid over the eye. Sometimes the pyramid's done over the chest. Uh, Jay-Z seems to like that one. He's always flashing that one, the pyramid right around the chest. Um, so you say the pyramid over the eye relates to the hand over the eye that has to be eye. But what it's is what, covering what, one eye? Okay, covering one eye. But what is the origin of that? Did that also have some uh, uh, b- benevolent origin that was again perverted by the Illuminati? Where does it come from? They did absolutely. So covering the eye, um, it goes back. Have you ever seen the Eye of Horus? Yes. Yes. From the all Egyptian the you know e- Egyptian art and so forth. It's so. Yes. Yeah. So what the whole, what what that goes to, it goes back to Horus, and what happens is, um, the the glyph for Horus, the Eye of Horus. If you take a sagittal cut of the brain, you split it right in half, and then you open one side open, you see the Eye of Horus just as it's drawn there. Um, the little pine cone shaped thing is the pineal gland that's in there. And then right above it is a brow. That's the corpus callosum of the brain. Um, it goes back to the pineal gland. And why is the pineal gland so important? The pineal gland is so important because that's how you reach higher consciousness. That's It releases DMT when you sleep. It releases melatonin. Uh, it releases DMT when you're in REM sleep so that you can dream. Your pineal gland releases DMT two times in your life. The first time is um, when you're dreaming. It causes you to dream. And the second time is right before you die. It floods your brain with it. Um, so maybe preparing you for, for something else. But the reason it's so important is because this gland right here um, has been studied. It has been, it's literally known as the third eye. 
the uh, Hindus, they put the they have the dot on their forehead right where right. the pineal gland is. Um, in the Bible, uh, not to go too deep into it, but uh, in Genesis, I think it's thirty two thirty. Uh, it says Jacob um, found the place and he called it Peniel, for he went and saw God face to face with it. And I just butchered that, but um, nonetheless, if you look that up, you'll find well, it's, Peniel. It's, yeah, you were not an exact quote, but so the idea is that that Moses went to see God, but he saw him with his third eye. In other words. Oh, no, that would be, it's Jacob in this quote. Sorry, Jacob. Um, right. so, but, well, well, let's not get into the Bible right now, but um, basically, yeah, it, it goes back to the Eye of Horus. The ancients knew that this gland was the secret. It was the seat to higher dimensions. When you smoke DMT and you go to higher dimensions, um, you see the same entities. Everybody sees the, the little mechanical elves. You know, everybody has the same shared DMT experience almost. Uh, or a very many people do, um, because it takes you somewhere. It's the most important thing. And and the government tries to uh, water it down by putting fluoride in your water, for instance, in tap water, which was started by the Nazis. Hitler fluoridated the water in order to set, um, to sedate the Jews. Uh, fluoride is in uh, toothpaste, almost every toothpaste, unless you get a charcoal activated or Tom's or one of those kind of brands. Um, the pineal gland, there's ways to decalcify it, because that's what happens. It gets calcified, and then you lose your, your psychic ability. But this was a very important thing. Covering the eye just references the pineal gland. That's what it does. And as far okay. as the... You asked me about the uh, the Jay-Z thing, too, right? Yeah, the, the pyramid, he does it over the chest. Kind of... Uh, right. Yeah. So basically, have you ever seen Spock do the Live Long and Prosper? Of, are you kidding me? Of course. Right there. There it is for the people on the YouTube. Do both not every, of those. Not, every, not everyone can do that. I can. I can with my left quickly. My <laughs> right takes like a second. But you right. basically, you do the Spock with both hands. And then okay. you make the pyramid in the middle. That was an ancient Jewish Kohanim. It was the rebel priest that they would bless you in the congregation. It was called the benediction. Not I think to be I'm doing it right? with the benediction now, okay, because that's a different story. But this is the ancient Kohanim. You're talking thousands of years ago. This was a blessing. Um, and then well, well, Leonard, perverse... Leonard Nimoy was a Jew, and so he wanted to incorporate that into the TV show. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a Jewish benediction. It's a good thing. It's a positive thing. It is. It's absolutely. Right. It's a blessing. It's it's a blessing. It's another one of the things so far that are um, they're positive things that have been basically co-opted and ruined, and people are none the same. See, when you first go, it's important for you to know, Richard, is that when you first go into your first rabbit hole, one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to stay up for three days and just go down it, guzzle coffee as deep as you can. But you tend to take things, when, when, when you start to go down the rabbit hole and you find answers that resonate to you um, like this, like you would, you would think, oh, you know, Jay-Z's thing, this is devil worship, or this is this. But you're not going deep enough. you got to understand is everything was perverted. All right. We, uh, this is a short segment. We, we have um, another one 
just moments away, and we'll uh, continue to talk about symbols and hand signs and Illuminati signals and so forth. And uh, I'm not sure if people are aware of this uh, Lady Gaga, uh, her appearance on uh, Jimmy Fallon's program a couple of years ago. This goes back a few years now, but people may have missed this. I want to play it and get your impression. We'll do that when we come back. More of The Conspiracy Show on the other side. My name is Richard Serrett. Don't go away. When in doubt, blame the government. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. All right, now, Micah, you're probably familiar with Lady Gaga's appearance on Jimmy Fallon's show. And uh, Carlos and Ryan, if you could fire the long clip now. You, do you record while while the bus is moving, or does it have to come to a stop? Yeah, well, you... sometimes they don't want to, and they're, you know, Gaga, we can't get, the frequency's weird, and, you know, it's sounding a little bit strange, and I'm like, if you don't get this right now, I swear to Lucifer, I'm going to, you know, I get a little bit mad. Do you have a kitchen on the bus you cook? Um, uh, there's no kitchen on the bus, but, you know, we'll stop in certain places. Okay, so uh, I don't know if people caught what she said, but uh, can you now, uh, Carlos and Ryan, play the the shorter clip where I basically repeat what she said? If you want to fire that, I swear to Lucifer, I swear to Lucifer, I swear to Lucifer, I swear to Lucifer. There you go. All right, were you able to hear that, Micah? Yeah, actually, it was loud and clear. Thank you. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. All right. So, again, what what are your thoughts? Was Lady Gaga just kind of playing it up? You know bless lucifer or i swear to lucifer what is she doing and fallon doesn't even blink he doesn't even respond he just goes on to the next question well that's what happens that's not a bad quality to have because you re- you realize how the audience went dead silent yes the, but i mean the audience went if you completely were t- dead silent and he just moved on because he tried to get the focus away from it because it is their shows are are, are made of sound bites and there are little five-minute clips or, or three-minute clips of people talking, and then they cut to commercial. So he had to move on. But as far as that goes, Lady Gaga, I would think she is. I've seen her do too many things. She's been with Marina Obramovich. I've seen her uh, drinking blood out of a bathtub in pictures. That, that and I mean, I, I would, I would. That's why Lady Gaga. You know, she's a hundred times over. Um, uh, fake cut herself on stage uh, during paparazzi the video, and let blood go everywhere. She she sacked she um, she with her eyes she completely blacked them out with makeup and went out in public. And I'm not sure if you've ever heard what panda eyes are, but no. I don't think I can actually explain it on the radio because I think you would get uh, censored. Okay. All right, yeah, let's let's keep it above board then. So, but again, I, I come back to this this fundamental question, and that is that it seems to me, uh, and I think you know, I don't think Lady Gaga is entirely devoid of talent with Tony Bennett. I think when she wants to, I think she can uh, she can sound quite lovely. Um, but how much of that? And but she seems to be a, a clever marketer. She's she's obviously incredibly intelligent. So I'm, I'm I'm wondering how much of that is simply um, publicity. She's trying to create this mystique about her. I think it's reasonable. What do you think? Um, yeah. Look, the truth is, is that they say that at the highest levels you have to swear to Lucifer without really knowing what Lucifer is or going into that. Um, they say that everything is devil worshiping, everything everything in the entertainment business. I should leave it at that. Um, to be honest with you, she could just be doing it because they tell her to, and she doesn't believe in it. 
But there are some people that really do believe they sold their soul to the devil just to make it. Right, right. Uh, there have been a number of celebrities have, that have had quite public, uh, that have had emotional, complete emotional or psychological breakdowns in, a, in, a, in the public eye. Britney Spears, for example. Uh, she shaved her head. She she just seemed, poor thing, to completely lose it for a while. Uh, it seems like she's kind of getting it back together now. Um, yeah, well, with her, what do you I think, think is that, what happened to her? I think a couple things happened. Number one, she's bipolar, and not to say anything about bipolar people at all because uh, I have a firsthand experience with that. But. Um, if you're not medicated well and you're not treated well, you can lose your mind. Also, she has a handler, and um, the handler either didn't get it. See, what happens when you go into uh, MK Ultra Mind Control, okay, because you know that Disney is, that's what Disney does. I don't know if you've heard that. You probably have. I've, I've heard um, the theories. Yeah, we've, we've covered a lot of them. <laughs> So, so, right. so are you are you, are you contending that she is she may have been MK Ultra an MK Ultra victim? Well, what happens is it works for a while, and then and then your conditioning breaks down, and then you have a public issue, and then you have like this huge public scandal, and then they check you into rehab, and then six weeks later you're better. They give you a tune-up. So, in other words, she would. Sorry, yeah. So, in other words, she was an MK Volt. Uh, um, she was mind controlled, but it started to wear off. She started to come to and realize what had been going on, and she right. well, she couldn't deal with the the horror of it, and so she had this breakdown. So they get her mm-hmm. back into rehab, quote unquote, in order to keep her quiet. Is that the idea? Well, the idea of rehab is reprogramming. So they take you right. to a specific hospital where, where where the doctors know what to do. Kanye had a breakdown. You know? Right, but he has See, he has some underlying health people, mental health issues too, right? Yes, he did. Absolutely. I mean I just want to be careful here but that, that because you know, there are people with legitimate mental health issues that these are these are sick people that need help. Um, as opposed yeah. to people that, you know, are mind controlled, that may sound like just beyond the pale for a lot of people. Um, although I, mean, right. I, I interviewed Roseanne Barr once on this program, and um, she, she seemed adamant that uh, mind control. There was a lot of mind control going on in Hollywood. Oh, absolutely. She talks about MK Ultra a lot. She was one of the pioneers that talked about it. Um, in fact, my first book, uh, my first book uh, in my series. Uh, talks a lot about MK Ultra, and one of the locations that they go to get some information is called Sena Or S E N N A O R E, and that's just an anagram for Roseanne. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, by the way, uh, we're you've got three uh, books in the series now. Into the Rabbit Hole available. Books one, two, and three. Beneath the Veil is book one. The Sacred Stones is book two. The Secret Weapon is book three. Just, uh, just take a uh, uh, take us on a little bit of a tour. What what uh, these books are about? These books are basically what what I did was I wrote uh, a series of fiction of thrillers, much like Dan Brown, that basically takes you through. All the mystique, for example, all this kind of stuff that we talked about today, 
but mostly uh, the cryptograms and the anagrams are all about decoding the Bible with the Zodiac. And that's basically what the book series is about, as well as I've tied in some conspiracies. Like my second book is The Sacred Stones. It talks about the capstones of the pyramids and what I think happened to them. Um, these are thrillers, by the way. So you're going to learn information and you're going to have fun doing it because they're very Dan Brownish. I've been compared to Dan Brown. Uh, hopefully I make it that high, but um, the work itself has. And uh, book one is mostly MK Ultra. Book two is uh, the uh, the stones. And book three, a secret weapon, has to do with I can't really give anything away because it's tied into two. See, these books follow suit, so right. uh, it's like one long story, basically. And you've got three. Six you've books. got three more in the works, right? Set to be published, so yeah, they'll be a total. All done. I'm just my publisher is putting them out every three months. All right. And um, um, how do we get a copy? <laughs> you go to Amazon.com, type in "Into the Rabbit Hole" or Micah Dank. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter or Facebook at Micah Dank. Uh, follow me, friend me. Um, but yeah, get them on okay. Amazon and uh, talk. All right, about very quickly, we've stuff. got about a, we've got about a minute here. Is there a, a, an Illuminati hand symbol or sign that we didn't just you'd like to talk about? Um. You know that you ever see the six 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 sign, the OK sign. Oh, the OK, right, right. That used to mean so exactly the, that, right? How you doing? I'm OK, but now you can't do yeah, that anymore. Exactly, and then and then recently uh, they made a big stink about it in the news. How it, it was it symbolizes the words white power, and then they started right. banning it everywhere. Right, right? exactly. Um, okay. But so that was the psyop on the psyop, the original psyop. That was the second PSYOP. The original PSYOP was that it, it meant 666, because when you do that sign, uh, you can make 666 with your fingers. And, uh, right. Right. Um, so that's the original PSYOP. But what happens is if you take this symbol, the OK sign, and you turn it upside down, okay, that's right. basically the, um, the Buddhist sign. That's the... Um, what do you call it? Um, I'm sorry. You know the om well, it's all right. when you meditate? Right. Om. That yeah. sound? That's what, that's what it basically is. It's the lotus position. That's what I was searching ah. for. Oh, I see. Okay. So they've taken it, a Buddhist symbol, they've turned it upside down, and they've turned it into something malevolent. Micah, we were out of time. We'll have to uh, have you back on and delve further into uh, some of this uh, esoteric knowledge. It's always uh, a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Always a pleasure, too. Micah Dank, and uh, that's the Into the Rabbit Hole series of books. When we come back, open lines. Stay with us right here on The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serra. Don't go away. When you look at the sky, ever wonder if someone's looking back? This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio. To speak with Richard live, call 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. 